recorded live at 4ZZZ Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Hey, hey, hey. You're Whoa. listening to Zed Games here on 4ZZZ. Yeah. I think that was too many Zeds. That's our sister station. Quadr- six Z. Yeah. O- Octo Zed. I'm Maylee. Hi. And I'm in the studio to heal with Caroline. And Cam. Wee. What? What have you all been up to? Oh, six foot. Classic, classic joke. Never gets old. <gasps> Playing um, video games. How yeah. about you guys? Video games. Video games. Not the joking on my show. At all. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I've been playing Cookie Clicker. Oh, so love that's it. a classic. Brings me back. Yep. And the original Di- Divinity. Uh, I speak good. The you original do. Divinity Sin by Larian Studios, who coincidentally did Baldur's Gate three. Uh, which I can't afford, so I'm playing the one game of theirs that I do have in my library. Still holds up. Yeah, it's pretty good. I never finished it, so it's it's good that I'm finally getting around to it. <laughs> this is why we have a backlog. Oh, oh my goodness. My backlog is Too very much. back and very <laughs> logged. <laughs> that sounds unpleasant. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's a suppository for that. Yeah. Uh, what about you? <laughs> I don't know how to segue from that one. There's, but there's no coming I. back from that. Well, see, a lot of people have been commenting that whenever I'm on this show, all I do is talk about old games. So I bought something new this week. Came out ooh, on the Switch. Ooh. New release. Came out on the Switch. Came out on all Take the other that, consoles. Take that, haters. That's right. Came out on all the other consoles last week, but on Tuesday, the Switch version. It's The Making of Karatika, which is uh, it's an interactive video game documentary about a 40-year-old game called and it's amazing. And it's Haters, really you win. <laughs> you were right all along. But it's a new game. Yeah. So what they've done is they've taken the original discs that that Jordan Mechner, who who later on created Prince of Persia and a whole lot of other really innovative stuff, mm-hmm. and this is his first major breakthrough game, 1983's Karateka, which pioneered rotoscoping and animation and Ooh. film techniques in games and stuff like that. And they said, hey, you could play the originals and the Commodore 64 version, which is great. Or we've redone it in this new deluxe version and here's all of these old discs and, del- and design documents and you can interact with it and it's amazing and I love it it's only that 30 does bucks. sound really cool brilliant. Yeah. yeah that's what I've been playing nice hell yeah hmm. I've, I've just been playing Baldur's Gate <laughs> I'm so <laughs> jealous <laughs> yeah I take it it's good then yes it's uh, very delightful mm-hmm. um, I finished my pl- first playthrough um, and I've got some music from uh, Baldur's Gate 3 later on in the show. Topical. The best track from that game I couldn't play because it's kind of spoilery-ish um. and I didn't I didn't want to be that guy. Is that yeah. the one where it turns out you're a robot? <sighs> oh, sorry. Sorry. I can't believe you spoiled it for everyone um. listening and me. But wow. if, you, if you've played the game um, and, and listened to this song, you'll know what I mean when it's the best song because it's good. And in a few more weeks' time... I won't feel so bad and I'll play it. Just every song. <laughs> like, you get 10 songs in an hour of the yeah. games, it'll be that song 10 times. Wow. That will it. not feel quota. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who cares? It'll be funny. 
it do it for the bit. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. We'll see when I'm in next. Um, but I, I think... Maybe we listen to some news. Oh, love news. news. See what's going on in the world. Ooh, the Broaden world. Our horizons. This was prepared earlier by the lovely Zara. Our benevolent Ooh. overlord. Yes. Some fresh news. This week in gaming news, Call of Duty uses AI to find toxicity. Call of Duty is no stranger to less than pleasant behavior from players, like many massively popular games with an online component. What is Activision doing now to combat it? Activision is now teaming up with Modulate, an AI program developed specifically to filter through voice chat in order to flag and deal with problematic behavior. It's still in its early stages, with ToxMod, the tool being used, entering beta testing on North American servers. The tool is already used in a number of online games, but Call of Duty would certainly be a large task. The program isn't capable of banning players, but instead will monitor voice chat in real time, flag problematic behavior depending on context, and then provide this information to moderators to take action. In theory, you can still cuss out your friends when they're taking this sweet time getting to you, so players shouldn't be worried about being boisterous. Goodbye Volition the game developer company, Deep Silver Volition, developer of titles like Saints Row and Red Faction, has closed its doors after 30 years of development. It hasn't been a smooth journey for the company, with Volition's Saint Row's reboot facing negative criticism upon reveal. After a transfer from Embracer and a multi-billion dollar deal collapsing, Volition has been shut down while Embracer goes through some pretty significant restructuring. IPs, including Saints Row and Red Faction, will be transferred to another subsidiary, PlayOn. For 30 years now you have played our games, sometimes you've loved them, sometimes you've been disappointed with them, but you've always been there. We can't thank you enough for sticking with us throughout this time, Volition says in a letter to its community. STRAY MOVIE! Did you like that cat game that came out last year? The one where you're a little kitty cat in a futuristic city populated by robots? Well, it'll be hitting the big screen. Anna Porno Animation, who developed the film Nimona, will be developing an animated film based off the game. It's a buddy comedy about a cat and a robot, and there's such a hilarious dynamic. So, there's comedy inherent in this, but there's not one human being in this movie. I think it's one of the reasons why the game was incredibly popular, says Robert Bard, Anna Porno Animation boss. Annual Diablo Expansions Blizzard will be releasing multiple expansions for Diablo 4 on an annual basis, with each year being broken up into quarterly seasons, with long-term storylines promised. This roadmap isn't unusual for developers to space out new content on a regular basis. The 11-year-long gap between Diablo 3 and Diablo 4 has also been cited as a reason, and it's hoped that this approach will help rectify that. Season 2, Season of Blood, has been announced as part of Gamescon opening night. Arcane Season 2! Season 2 of Arcane, the Netflix animated series based off of Riot Games League of Legends, will be premiering in winter 2024, or summer for us Aussies. Woohoo! And now for some upcoming games. September 7th brings The Dragonist, Command of the Flame for the Switch, and Toss for the PC VR, Quest and PSVR 2. September 8th brings Fae Farm for the PC and Switch, NBA 2K24 for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. September 12th brings Eternites for the PC, PS5 and PS4, The Isle Tide Hotel for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. September 13th brings Heretic's Fork for the PC, 
Super Bomberman R2 for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. And September 14th brings Ad Infinitum for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, AK Axolotl for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, The Crew Motorfest for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Heavy Duty Challenge for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, and Sugar Shack for the PC. That's it this week in Gaming News. Welcome back. I'm cranky. What are you cranky? You're cranky about the cat movie. Oh, yeah, listen. <laughs> it's Milo and Otis, but instead of a dog, it's a robot. Uh, no, I'm cranky about Volition, okay? It really, really makes me mad. Like, these guys did nothing wrong. And it, and it frustrates the heck out of me. Because it, it, it embrace a group which you know embracing arms of death group just buying up everything trying to extend themselves out like mad and then these devs get completely stuffed up because of it They're, some of these people moved you know interstate to go take up these new positions mm. and embrace a group keep buying and buying and buying and leverage themselves on loans and then they tried to get this two billion dollars from the, the saudis the same people who were behind beheading journalists not really cool. Same people who bought SNK. So, by the way, folks, if you want to pirate SNK games, go for it. Um, <laughs> the opinions of Cameron do not represent full triple Z. Um, yeah, but like, they, 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 they tried to make this big payout. All they care about is the money. Mm. And they've got this private collection where we're going to buy every single game ever made. And all these teams. And they, uh, I, I, I am so mad that poor devs get just screwed over because of this mm. makes me mad yeah it's a tale as old as <laughs> it, it well, really like, is as video a games few decades itself. but yeah yeah that's a video game time yeah stay indie folks yeah, yeah. and then not, not all indie studios get away from the no no the and worst the, there are there are good buyouts right there are mm. ones that make sense but these guys mm. aren't in the right space i guess they're not a gaming company. Uh, Griff. Any other thoughts on, on less depressing news stories? Uh, I think annual Diablo content's an ambitious and optimistic statement. Uh, <laughs> from Blizzard, yeah. from our old pals, <laughs> Bad Blizzard. Yeah, I just don't care about Diablo, honestly. It's swords mm. and orcs and stuff. No. There's swords or? and orcs in Boxgate 3. <laughs> yeah, and that's need the game Blizzard. I want to play. <laughs> I don't want to play online games. But when mm-hmm. Microsoft so own, tired. own Activision soon, you know, I'm sure they can, you know, change things around. Mm. Get that annual franchise happening. Activision yeah. didn't fix no. it when it took over Blizzard. Yeah. I don't think Microsoft's going to fix it when it takes over Activision. Mm, fair enough. I'm too tired for, like, DLC every year or whatever it is. And it's just... Uh. You know what was nice news I heard today, speaking mm-hmm. of DLC? Yeah. The, uh, the, the guys behind Tears of the Kingdom said, no, we're not doing DLC. We've done everything we wanted to do with that. I was like, Hell yeah. Nice. Lovely. Yeah. Refreshing. Yeah. With that. Wow. And a whole game released at launch. Yeah. Lovely. Revolutionary. <laughs> it's got swords and orcs in it too. There you go. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Orcs. Well, I don't know. Orc- orc-ish. Adjacent. Yeah. yeah orc adjacent. Um, I just also want to clarify... Um, because it seems obvious now that I think about it, but um, when it was read out that uh, Arcane Season 2 is coming out in Australian summer next year, I was like, well, is that 
December or January or February. Um, no, it's it's obviously not only a few months away. It is. It would be December next year. So a year and a half. So, assuming the strikes. Don't yeah, that's true. Mm. Mm. And yeah. assuming Netflix doesn't decide to just cancel it anyway. Uh, they can't. They can't cancel Riot. Riot's more powerful than them. <laughs> <laughs> Riot is can do whatever they want. I'm waiting for Riot to buy Netflix at this point. <laughs> <laughs> There's a buyout I support. Yeah. Let's get more than a few seasons of stuff. Please. Yeah. And thank you. No. No? No. Well, let's get some good stuff, actually. Well, we're going to have Kitty Cat movie. <gasps> yeah. Could be good. I, oh, I'm, I'd watch a Kitty Cat movie. Yeah. Maybe. It'll be more fun than the game. I didn't play That's the game. Me. Yeah, so, no one um, did. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. This is Zed Games <gasps> from 4 Triple Z. Yay. Best radio station? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my yeah. mummy said so. That's why. Oh. No, I, my mum has said nothing of the sort. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, she should. I know. Anyway, maybe we can wow her with your review that you. M- maybe, yeah. <laughs> I am reviewing Dave the Diver. I've heard good things. Yes. Well, Dave the Diver is an aquatic adventure game developed and published by Mint Rocket that was released on the 28th of June 2023 on Steam. You play Dave, a diver, hence the name of the game, and the premise is you catch fish during the day in the blue hole and at night you manage a sushi restaurant using what you've caught as ingredients. The money you make running the restaurant can then be spent upgrading Dave's diving equipment or for hiring and training staff, which then allows you to dive deeper and for longer and to catch more fish and sell more efficiently at the restaurant. And so the game loop goes. The diving portion of the game plays out in a pretty straightforward way, twice a day, a morning and an afternoon run, and the option to do a nighttime dive at the cost of one third of your time at the restaurant. You have a certain amount of air, which also doubles as your health. You get attacked by a nasty fishy and it goes down and run out of air and you've ended your run prematurely. And uh, to add insult to injury, you can only rescue one item from your inventory. So honestly, at that point, I just alt tab and closed the game. It wasn't worth continuing on unless I had done some major story progression. Your air can be refilled by O2 tanks found randomly throughout the map and can be upgraded along with an assortment of other things needed for progression and just to make your life a whole lot easier and less filled with death. Each run is random to a point, the landscape changes each run, but different spish... Spish? Wow. Spish! Fish spawn at certain depths and crates containing random weapons and condiments will be scattered throughout the landscape. Seascape? Uh, whatever. Condiments. Condiments. You use like them sauce. in the. Oh, I don't think tomato sauce is one. It's like salt, mayo, miso paste for use at the restaurant to make fancier oh. dishes. Yeah, it's weird. 
Cool. Um, the weapons are only for that particular run. It's ex explained in game that they disappear after leaving the water. There's a story amongst all this. Mysterious goings on, uh, well, going on in the blue hole where the sushi restaurant is, and you are just the man to stumble his way into the story. And here is where my first criticism of the game emerges. I never felt like I had much agency or choice when it came to the story. It was all just sort of happening to me. Kind of felt like I was just a side character. It went like this. Character, do this thing. Dave, but I don't want to do this thing. It's dangerous. Character, but you should do the thing anyway. Also, you are gross and creepy and I don't like you. Dave, oh, okay. I'll guess I'll do the thing. Oh, poor Dave. <sighs> Dave needs some self-confidence. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the I characters know. are like this. They don't really like you. And the only way that to make them like you is to do stuff for them. Mostly fetch quests. But that's not a way to make people like you. The way exactly. to make people like you is to be a good person and take genuine interest in other people. That's how you yeah. make people think you're useful. Mm. But that's not good. That's and, not fulfilling. Uh, yeah. And there, was, there was a lot of sort of just implied fat jokes. And mm. it was oh. like... Ugh. That's funny. Yeah, haha, ha, fat joke. Uh. Another criticism that I have is the game tries to do too much. There's the diving, running the restaurant, a farm, a fish, fish hatchery, cooking competitions, fish Pokemon adjacent card collecting, knockoff fish Tamagotchi, seahorse racing in what seems like a thousand different mini games. I just wanted to get back to the core gameplay loop and every different thing that showed up outside of that was just getting in the way. Like the minigame that I had to go through to cut my way into a shipwreck. The same minigame that was repurposed for gluing a statue back together. What's the point? What does this add to the game except extra padding? Just let me catch my little fishies. Now that I have pooped upon the game from a great height, here's some things that I actually liked about the game. Because, and this may surprise you, I actually really like this game. The music! There's unique scores for each location and story events. It's gorgeously atmospheric and adds so much to the game. Catching fish! Depending on how you catch the fish, you get a different grade of meat, which gets you more meats, the higher the grade as well as the corresponding grade of fish card. Exploring! There's a bunch of different biomes, each with their own fishes that live there. Collecting! All the fishes! All the cards! All the recipes! All the things! There's a bunch to do even when you finish the main story. To 100% the game if that's your jam, and if you know me, that is absolutely my jam. Uh, as you progress through the story, a bunch of stuff unlocks regularly, so there's always something new if that tickles your pickle. Or maybe floats your boat is more an apt phrase? Mm. If an aquatic restaurant simulation game with everything under the sun, sun is your jam, I'd say give Dave the Diver a shot. Its main draws of the diving and the restaurant are pretty solid bits of gameplay, and while the story is mid, and it has, in my opinion, too much fluff, eh, but all in all, I recommend it, despite all the shark murder it has. I mean, seriously, you can't kill a dolphin, but half a dozen different shots to murder? Beep dolphins. Yeah, dolphins, dolphins are, are overrated. Up. We are anti-dolphin. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, that was my review. Wow. I'm I'm interested in games that like try to do too much. You know, I think there's a certain simplicity to like, yeah. hey, don't do everything. Yes, from um yeah, it's it's interesting that like I think we're we're too scared. To, like, I'm sure people come along halfway through development and go, oh, you know what this needs? Yeah, dum 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 dum. Yeah, it reminds me of um being back at studying games design where 
everybody was just like, oh, what if we added this and this and this and this? And it's like, you need to edit yourselves. Yes. Do a few things really good and maybe chop off the fat a bit. You <laughs> might say there's too many cooks in the hey! sushi. <laughs> I just want everyone at home to realize just how happy Maylene <laughs> is very, with herself I'm right now. <laughs> I'm very happy. It's it a good pun. But yeah, it was it was just fun game, but stuff would come along and just be like, I don't want to have to do this, but I have to do this. It's an interesting concept, though. Mm. I like sushi. What's your favorite sushi uh, dish? Ooh, anything with salmon in it. Yeah, I was going to say, salmon or beery. Sushi is, like, my favorite food. I am allergic to fish. (gasps) No! Awkward. Yeah, it's it's a hard life I live. Woof. I I just want to be a grizzly bear. And sushi, raw Raw salmon. Mm. There we go. go. Let's put the words in the right order. Well, I I feel informed and enthused and excited. I'm feeling... I, I feel like... If you're listening out there and your name is Dave. Hi, Dave. Be a diver. And, and stick up for yourself. Yeah. Frankly. We believe in you. We believe in you. And even if your name isn't Dave, we believe in you. Yes. Mm. Unless your name's Gerald. Yeah. Gerald. Screw you, Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to talk to you about a game. <gasps> a game that is currently being played um, on the table in front of me. I also want to dedicate this review to my mum. Um, I don't know if she's listening, but she told me recently that she'd been playing Candy Crush yep. and that Candy Crush has gotten boring, so she wanted more games to play to, like, chill out. Oh, I love it when people do that. Um, By the way, she is listening and she says she's very proud of you. Oh, thanks, Mum. Well, for you, then, Mum, uh, I offer an easy-to-learn Difficult to master puzzle game for Android, mm. iOS, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. So, PlayStation 4? Wow. Yeah, it surprised me too. Mm. Um, the... This What's game is Mini Metro. Oh. And Mini Metro is the answer to the question, what if the incredibly complex task of plotting out a city's train network was boiled down to its essence and delivered as a super relaxing game? It has very simple mechanics matched by a very simple interface that makes it a perfect de-stressor or time filler. Mm-hmm. The difficulty scales well it starts off easy enough to get the hang of things and without adding any more mechanics it keeps a steady rate rate of challenge throughout your playtime until it becomes really hard and i haven't gone past that point (laughs) Uh, there are three primary components of a mini metro game of the mini metro game Uh, train stations train lines and passengers that's all you got to keep track of Your job is to weave the train lines between a growing number of stations so that passengers can get where they want to go. But if you take too long, your stations become overcrowded and it's game over. If it sounds simple, that's because it is. The the real bite of Mini Metro comes from the slow creep of difficulty. Link four stations, that's easy. Manage 
free train lines. No problem. But soon enough, you'll have eight train lines and 50 station and hundreds of angry, impatient commuters blinking their little icons at you, judging you. Mm-hmm. Why are the squares judging me? <laughs> because, because they want to go to the squares. I'm they want to go home. Best. You're not doing good enough for them. I'm really not. <laughs> I'm letting them down right now. Hey, you're still you're still going. <laughs> um, so there are two speed modes for this game. Very useful. If you're like me, you can speed it up when you get impatient, which is always, and slow it down when you're inevitably overwhelmed, which is often. Uh, there's also the pause function. Oh my goodness! Function. <laughs> function. The word I said and meant to say was function. Very good. The <laughs> There's also a pause function, which is useful if you're playing out and about. And I have spent a lot of time playing this game out and about, you know, in a waiting room, on a bus. On a train. On a, on a train. Well, I don't ride the train that often. Maybe I'm, I'm a should. bus girl now. Get on the train. Play this for a while. <laughs> the triangles is it are angry with me now. Well, they want to go to the triangle. Yeah. We should oh, do this more. The triangle. Go to the triangle. Okay, yes, the I triangle. Get that now. So, on your map, mm-hmm. there will be different icons. Um, you've got the basic icons, which are triangles, circles, and squares. Right. And these are your stations. And next to the stations are the same symbols, but smaller. And those are your passengers. And the symbol of the passenger means you have to link it to the symbol it wants to go to. So, you, so a little circle wants then, to go to a circle. Okay. That, yeah, that draw a line from, from the triangle station to the circle station. There are Seems also uh, unique ones. You know, you'll only get one star station on a map and one cross station. Some weird weird shapes out there. Right. Um, weird stations. Is anyone that's been to the valley can tell you. Yeah. The valley would be... What shape would the valley be? Octagonal. Hmm. Mm. Because it's stop. An inverted <laughs> star. Oh. Right, I think you're both right. <laughs> um, something I really enjoyed about this game was that the maps that you play on are based on real cities, and the challenges you face are specific to each city. Now, um, in front of me, I've got them playing on the first level, which is London. Um, so I don't think there's any specific challenges to that, but we've got Osaka and you can mm. you have to manage bullet trains Ooh. and we you can play in Melbourne and manage mm. the tram tram lines right or if you play in Stockholm there's lots of little islands everywhere and you have to manage your tunnels really well um, and, and it's it's really nice to see how I don't know all the different I guess it's basically white and basic colors. It looks it's like very a train minimalistic. Map. It looks yeah, like it's a train map. An interactive train map. But I feel like I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in Stockholm. It it's got that nice like if I was in charge, I would do this so much better kind of yeah. look. Mm, yes. You know. Um basing it on the one I'm most familiar with, which is the Brisbane train map, uh, when I first picked up Mini Metro. I was like, well, I'll set it out like that because that's how trains are meant to be set out. It, it doesn't work very well in a lot of the maps. Mm. Um, Is anyone who lives out in Logan will tell you? <laughs> mm. 
So I think I think three hours to get into Brisbane. We can mm. prove, based on Mini Metro, that um, the Queensland, the Brisbane rail system is terrible mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. needs to be updated. Yep. I like lots of circles. Little circles is a good strategy oh, for yeah. Mini Metro. Yeah. So let's do that in Brisbane. I was going to say all the trains need little like food carts in them, but you know that's a totally different conversation. I mean, I support it. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. I've only played Mini Metro on Android, both on tablet and phone, so I can't speak to its performance on other platforms, but I can say I really recommend it um, being played with mobile gaming. Not only is it great to take with you to fill those little bits of time in the day, but it just fits. Being able to drag the train lines around on the touchscreen feels really natural, and the little plonk sound when you set it into place is super satisfying. Its minimalistic interface doesn't demand a lot from your phone, so it won't be chugging and whirring like some mobile games cause. So if you're rocking an old or a cheap phone, there's a good chance that you'll still be able to fully enjoy Mini Metro. Um, If you are someone who is a commuter Mm -hmm. and wants to keep busy on your phone, I recommend it. If you're someone who's stressed out and just wants something relaxing to do i i like to play it when i'm editing things um like when i'm editing news together just yeah listen through um watch youtube listen through it's uh play while i'm listening it's very relaxing um if you are an aspiring would it be an engineer that does this i think they're a traffic engineer yes yeah yeah if you're an aspiring traffic engineer specializing in train networks then put this on your resume Hmm. the important question i have is have you introduced this game to your mum no well i i recommended it to her right um so oh. I have to have, but I haven't been with her in person since that to like force her. Yep. So I don't know if she's actually looked at it. Okay. Um, My dad would love this. I'm. I've got it. Everyone's parents will love it. Yes. It's a good game, <laughs> and it's it's very simple. That even if you're not super tech savvy, yeah, you can pick it up. Yeah. You can get it. Yeah. Next time I see my parents, I'm going to tell my dad about this. It's and, yeah. It is a paid game, so it's okay. not free to play um, on on mobile. Mm-hmm. How um, much is it? Um, it's. Oh, I don't want to give you the wrong number, so I'm going to look <laughs> that up quickly. But you know, there's no ads. Mm. Um, there's nothing like that. It's it's really well done, so it's definitely worth the price, which I'm looking up now. Do you have any other? Um, mini metro questions while I find the answer. Is there a mode where there's no rules and you can just kind of like chill with no game over mode? There are four different modes. Mm-hmm. So there's the normal mode, yep. which is what I play most of the time. There's hardcore mode where mm. everything's more stressful. And all the trains Ooh. have guns. Yes. Mm. <laughs> there's relaxed mode <laughs> yeah. where nothing ever... Uh, overcrowds so you just do it to be as efficient as possible and then there's creative mode um where you can do something you can't do in the rest of the game which is move the train stations around so you can make the flawless map that you want to make i crave that yeah well it's 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 available um so i found out it is uh a dollar 69 okay nice 
That's a really good price for... This could keep me occupied for many, many days. <laughs> oh, and it's free on iOS. Well, poo to you, iOS. That's hoity-toity, iOS. It, it is uh, very varying prices on other consoles, though, so don't... You know, I if you're going to play it on PlayStation or Switch, it, it'll probably be a bit more than that. I can see this being a nice Switch experience. Yeah. The screen there. Yeah, mm. very cool. Get fingerprints all over that nice OLED screen. Oh. PlayStation and PC, I, d I don't know. PC I really like work. being PC, able to drag the them with my finger. with the mouse would work, but yeah. PlayStation? No, you can't. If you, can't if you decide to try it on your PlayStation, let me know how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> message in. Oh, beans is there an undo button have you started again there's <laughs> no one I've, I've started many times i keep on biffing it uh yeah well that's what we're gonna do for Why the rest of the night do this is mm. i say we can help you out <laughs> where's zed games zed games playing the it. game i'm Maylee. i'm cam i'm caroline i have trains on my phone <laughs> <laughs> you I do bought, have trains i bought the game uh, this so is the swayed. quickest I've ever swayed someone. I yeah. love it. Oh, so good. The power of <laughs> yeah. being a game reviewer. Isn't it good? Um, it is getting towards the end of the hour, mm. and we have to go home and oh. play trains. Yeah. And Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, you've got trains. And 40-year-old games that have been repackaged and resold to me. Hell yeah. Yay. That's the game industry in a nutshell. Love it. Thank you for joining us tonight, listeners. I hope you've... Uh, hope you've been informed and entertained hmm. and we will love you and leave you and see you next week yeah. bye Thanks love you bye. To Zed Games. if you'd like to listen to more check out our podcast on Spotify or follow us on social media at ZED Games AU see, see you, you next time, time.